the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump says the United States and North Korea are getting close to announcing more details about their upcoming summit. We have a meeting set up. We have the location all done. We have the time and place all finished now. We have the date and so I think that'll be something very special. At a tax event in Ohio today, the president said, quote, we're doing very well on North Korea, adding, we'll see what happens. A magnitude 6.9 earthquake rocked Hawaii's Big Island after a week of earthquakes and warnings. Lava snaked through a forest and spewed down residential streets in one neighborhood, prompting the evacuation of over 1,500 people. The shaker, the biggest in 40 years since a magnitude 7.5 earthquake rocked the island in 1975. And former President George H.W. Bush released yesterday after spending 13 days in a Houston hospital for treatment of an infection. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager says enough is enough. There was no collusion. The thing was a witch hunt. It's a disgrace to the United States that Mulder was ever, or anybody would have ever been assigned to investigate something that didn't happen. It is part of the quote-unquote resistance to do anything possible, whether moral or immoral, whether legal or illegal, to get rid of this president. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The headliner Mitch Berg and the Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next year on The Patriot just after 2 o'clock. Tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. For the closer, Brad Carlson, he'll be live in studio. And for the best economic insight, there's only one place to turn, and that's the King Banyan Show. It's every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. over on Business 1440. Listen online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Mid-80s today for the high. We could see a storm or a shower passing in the afternoon. All sun and near 70 for Sunday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. Living his own dream, uh, hosting a major market talk show, dominating the market as he does it, because let's be honest, weekend radio is when the local talk radio happens in this market these days. I mean, what what else are you going to listen to? Uh, this is, this is the, so, and I've been dominating this. I don't mean to sound not humble. I don't mean to sound excessively proud because that goeth before a fall, as they say. But let's be honest: the Northern Alliance is a franchise that has uh, kicked more uh, kicked more donkey than uh, an entire Union Army mule train. So, oh, that was a reach. I know they can't all be winners. Anyway, <laughs> it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. We are a three show franchise. 
uh, the Sunday edition, the closer, Brad Carlson, heard every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on The Patriot. And, of course, every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, King Banyan live from St. Cloud with the King Banyan radio show. Uh, going on eight years now, he's been doing that broadcast now as the economics division of the NARN every Saturday morning on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The talk radio franchise your mother warned you about, if your mother was warning you to listen to great talk radio. This the last week was interesting. And by the way, seeing the reaction to the piece that I called out in the first hour, the piece about my good friend Sarah Cade, who is a uh, liberal uh, African-American gun nut. That's how she describes herself, uh, who... As she points out in her article, uh, owns an AR-15 and knows how to use it. She's also a a long-range precision shooter hitting targets 2,000 yards out, which is pretty darn amazing. And I believe she's also a competition pistol shooter. So she can outshoot me most likely. (laughs) It's a deadlock. She can outshoot me. But... uh, but but she's you know, she's she's definitely one of the good ones if you're if you're a Second Amendment rights supporter. I mean she's been putting her money where her mouth is for a couple of years, along with an awful lot of us. And you see the reaction to people like Sarah, uh, who is kind of checks off two of the check boxes of the of the liberal narrative. She's female. She's African American. Uh, and there's nothing. There's nothing that. The the big left hates more than apostates, and we've been we've been calling this out on the show for at least ten years. It was it was about this uh, ten years ago this summer when uh, the the bared fangs of the entire American left came out for Sarah Palin, who was a conservative woman, which is something that can't be tolerated under the narrative. Women are supposed to be liberals. The only women who count to the left are liberal women. And there is no opprobrium too deep, too odorous, too onious, odorous, bad to pile upon <laughs> apostates. I mean, they're no better than ISIS, although they tend not to burn them to death. Still, it's pretty awful what they do to them. And Nick Coleman's response to Sarah Cade, uh, to the article about Sarah Cade, was, well, exactly the sort of prehensile blather we expect from nick coleman uh no different than when he was a strip columnist only shorter and mercifully so thankfully <laughs> proof that god loves us things have improved in the world but uh the 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 reaction in general is makes sense when you realize a couple of things number one if the support for the democratic party among african americans drops below I've heard estimates from 85 on down to 80%. If less than four out of five African-Americans vote Democrat, the Democrats will never win another nationwide race. They will never control the Senate. They will never win the presidency again, ever. And with both of those being the case, they will eventually irrevocably, completely, eternally lose the Supreme Court. And eventually, all of the activist social justice judiciary mongering that has dominated the federal court branch for the last 40 years, much of the last 40 years, will get overturned and rooted out like the crabgrass it is. And maybe this society will have a chance. 
They realize this. And so there is nobody. And we've talked about this on this broadcast time and time again, how the Democrats have to keep, quote, their, end quote, people in line to have any chance of remaining relevant. Because who do they control outside of public sector employees, white academics, uh, members of the bureaucracy? Who do they who do they control electorally speaking? Well, they've got probably about seventy five percent of the Latino vote nailed down, and about ninety to ninety five percent of the African American vote. And if they lose ten of those percents on the African American vote, to say nothing of a quarter of that Latino vote, they're done. You can stick a fork at them. They will become the urban fringe party. They'll become the party of Crocus Hill and Kenwood and the neighbors, neighborhoods where the teachers union people live. That's it. They will be, if they lose the African-American vote, uh, they, in, in a few years, they will be where the Libertarian Party is today. I say a few years, 50 years. They will be where the Libertarians are today. They may become the next third party. And they've got reason to be afraid. They've got reason to be afraid. Forget for a moment that the polling, what I mean, in theory, against a president like Donald Trump in the midterms, a first midterm is usually a disaster for the party in power. And yet the polling is showing that the Democrats are doing a fine job of snatching defeat from victory, uh, from almost inevitable victory, historically speaking. Uh, they've got some bigger things than that to be afraid of. Two weeks ago on this broadcast, we talked with a fellow named Pete Stauber, who's running for Congress up in the 8th Congressional District. By the way, he gave an electrifying speech last week at the rally. It's one of the few I actually got to try to listen to a little bit. Uh, Pete Stauber, former cop uh, up in the Duluth area, has been shot twice, and he is a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. He gave an electrifying speech that, given face-to-face to any of the gun grabbers, would probably make them melt like Margaret Hamilton at the end of of uh, Wizard of Oz. I mean, it was quite a speech. And you look at the 8th Congressional District and realize, in this last election, in 2016, the 8th Congressional District, which has voted every, uh, Democrat every election but one since 1948, is Republican plus four. And Pete Stauber is the favorite to win. Knock wood. I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious. I'm not. I'm knocking wood, but I'm also thinking, oh, let's get in line, folks, and help this guy win. He's one of the good ones, by all indications so far. Get him into Congress. And that the Democrats, who have literally, except for two years worth of Chip Cravac in 2010, 11, 12, uh, the Democrats have controlled that district every single year for the last 70 years. Between Rick Nolan, Jim Oberstar, and the fellow who came before Oberstar, who takes us back to 1948. And Pete Stauber could very easily win this thing. And when he does, this district could stay Republican for generations because Democrats have lost the working class, at least at least for this last election and at the moment. They have uh, lost working class white guys. They, they did it under the Reagan administration, and they gradually drifted back. In fact, uh, but there's evidence this could be permanent or at least very long term. 
And it was kind of, we had kind of a funny little diversion this past week. Uh, the DFL, if you look at the acronym, DFL means Democrat Farmer Labor Party. Now, the farmers haven't voted Democrat since the 1970s, largely, except for Colin Peterson, who's largely an autonomic reaction. Labor, well, private labor is, is switched largely away from the Democrats. Uh, public sector labor is still solidly Democrat, but that's not really labor. That's the system. That's the establishment. That's the bureaucracy. Has very little to do with uh, with labor, as we understood it. Uh, these these are people who largely make much more than the rest of society. So the FL in DFL largely has gone over to the RFL. Uh, the Repub- There's actually a caucus in the Republican legislature called the Republican Farmer Labor Caucus. They came up with a logo. The logo looks very similar to the DFL logo. I posted it last week in a piece entitled, What's in an Acronym? Yeah, there's probably a little bit of copyright infringement. Now, if I were the judge in this case, and I was hearing the case, I would look at this and I'd say, on the one hand, I hold for the plaintiff that, in fact, uh, the font, the design of the RFL's logo and uh, the choice of name is an infringement of the DFL's copyright. And I will rule for the plaintiff on that count. On the other hand, the DFL's logo is false advertising. And uh, the RFL is, in fact, the legitimate representative farmers and non-government labor. And so I will throw out that count of the of the DFL, the plaintiff's uh, claim. So I'll just call the whole thing off, uh, offsetting and send the both parties back home. Because there hasn't been a farmer in the DFL outside of the occasional, uh, outside of Republicans who vote for Colin Peterson because he's... It's what they know and have known for 25 years up in the 7th Congressional District. Other than that, there hasn't been a farmer or a private sector laborer in the DFL in years. So there are times I wish I'd paid attention and gone to law school back when it still paid to go to law school and could have represented the RFL in this case. Because, boy, that would be fun to, to, to argue. Yeah, Democrats, you lost a claim to the to the letters FL for the same reason that, that Kleenex lost the copyright on the term Kleenex because they didn't actually make sure that they were the only ones who represented them. So, yeah, correct on the logo, wrong on the abbreviation. Get out of court. 651-289-4488. Now, the point is this, not so much just a funny story about uh, tone-deaf DFLers uh, not realizing the fact that they've been left in uh, left behind, really uh, raptured politically in their own sense. But when they're losing things like the eighth congressional district, that's should be a wake up sign. When you're losing uh, millennials, people who are on the young side, well, then you know you've got a real problem. Well, I'll talk about. There's Winston Churchill once had a saying. If you're not a liberal at 20, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative at 40, you have no brain. We'll talk about that because there's a lot of heartless, brainy kids out there these days. And that's got to be scaring the Democrats stiff. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My game, bringing the truth to the world. By the way, we got Mary, Representative Mary Franzen coming up uh, shortly. Another segment or two. Taking time out from a very busy day. To talk about her female genital mutilation bill. And it lets me uh, hit the post here anyway, so it's all good. 
the Pretenders are still touring out there. I know. But there was nothing like them when I was in high school. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Next year will be this album's 40th anniversary. Oh, that may hit me harder than the 40th anniversary of Born to Run did. By the way, Conciliari uh, taking a day behind the controls as uh, Terminator N is on, on assignment today. He is. He is. And I'm glad to be in, Mitch. A little rusty, but shaking it off here with you. That's right. Yeah, Got to stay uh, familiar once in a while. Got to requalify on the board. Indeed. To be, to be part of the Narn Army. Glad to have you back at Conciliari. Well, great, thank you. Great to see you last Sunday at the, uh, the event as well. It so, was fun. That's right. We got more events coming up, by the way. This is going to be a great season for the Narn here. I can't talk about any of it yet. Uh, so I just get to sit here with my little secret going, hoo, 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 I know what's coming up. It's going to be fun. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up here at the Narn. Uh, I, I think I can talk about one event that's going to be happening, and that's the State Fair. We're just four, uh, what, three and a half months away from our State Fair broadcasts now. I think I can talk about that. Is that a fair guess there? Cause there I, you are 100% okay, correct. No problem. That. All right. By the way, Mary Franz are coming up at 2.30, by the way. We've got that uh, nailed down here about to 10 minutes out here. So uh, lots, of, uh, lots of moving parts going on behind the broadcast here today. Anyway, before the break, we were talking about the Democrats uh, losing some places that they should not have been losing. I mean, the 8th Congressional District is one of them. The 7th is, an, uh, by the way, they've got a great chance of losing and uh, of us getting a pickup in the 1st Congressional District once we pick a candidate, Jim Hagedorn or Carla Nelson. Down there, Pete Stauber looks to be a shoe in to win the endorsement up in the 8th. Uh, that, sh- with a little luck, could be a flip, knock wood. Uh, the first uh, definite flip possibility uh, the seventh, whenever Colin Peterson retires, that will go Republican and stay Republican till the end of time, until uh, this planet disappears, and hopefully we've colonized other planets. Uh, the seventh district will be Republican from that point on. But there's other stuff that the Democrats got to worry about, and that's why they are going on attacking and clowning themselves, attacking the likes of Sarah Cade. Uh, this one came out this last week. Uh, a Reuters poll uh, happened this past week showing enthusiasm for the Democratic Party is waning among millennials as its candidates head into the crucial midterm uh, congressional elections, according to the Reuters uh, Ipsos National Opinion Poll. The online survey of more than 16,000 registered voters age 18 to 34 <laughs> shows their support for Democrats over Republicans for Congress slipped about nine points over the past two years to 46 percent overall. And they increasingly say the Republican Party is a better steward of the economy. I've been waiting for that to happen. i got to say that. A lot of today's millennials, you think about it, uh, the people who were 18 to 34 now were 17 to 23 when the recession started, either, either in their formative years or just getting out of college, which these days is also formative years. And uh, they've known nothing but economic misery under Democrat control. I mean, think about it. And they have no concept other than Democrats destroying the economy, or worse, some of them thinking that's the new normal. Uh, although nearly two out of three young voters polled said they don't like Donald Trump, their distaste for him does not necessarily extend to all Republicans or translate directly into votes for Democrats. That presents a problem for Democrats who have to count, uh, who've come to count on millennials as a core constituency. And will need all the loyalty they can get to achieve a net game of 20, a gain of 23 seats to capture control of the U.S. House this November. Young voters represent an opportunity and a risk for both parties, according to one Donald Green, a political science professor at Columbia. 
They're not as wedded to one party, Green said. They're easy to convince that uh, easier to convince than say fifty or sixty year olds who don't really change their minds very often. I love, by the way, when people say, "Yeah, people in their fifties and sixties don't change their minds very often. They're they're set in their ways." Nah, we've just learned what doesn't doesn't work. Especially if you're a conservative, my God! Especially if you're a conservative who started out life as a liberal, uh, like like yours truly, and I happen to know many of you in this audience. But what is interesting is this: now, now when people started saying, "Well, millennials are voting all Democrat," I thought, "Wow." Next, you're going to tell me that the Cleveland Browns stink. I mean, who could have thunk it? Of course, young people vote liberal, especially these days. I mean, they're coming. I mean, not only not only is liberalism heavily focused on the sort of idealism unfettered by any real world experience that is the province of youth and has always been the province of young people as far back as young people have had the right to vote. It's always been young people voting for the party that talks the biggest, rosiest, most puffy ideals. That's nothing if not the Democrats. The fact that it's even a contest among millennials gives me immense hope. And there's two things that were giving me hope about this long ago. Number one, the fact that they grew up in terrible economic times. Uh, they, 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 they know better than anyone. Well, maybe they don't know it, but they've sensed the results of Democrat policy. And yes, the recession of 2007 was a result of Democrat policy. Yeah, George W. Bush inherited the timing, but the subprime mortgage crisis that deflated the economy back then was a result of Democrat policy. Republicans had uh, guilt on their hands as well. But number two, they have always been, even though they've tended to vote Democrat, they've always been more libertarian even than people older than them, millennials. They've always been more focused on freedom in general, perhaps in a, in a kind of a broad, gauzy, unicorns coming down from heaven sort of way. But still, it's important. They, they are more libertarian. And in one particular issue, millennials are probably among the most pro-Second Amendment large constituencies in the country they are they they they, and that's why by the way you you find big left and big gun control pouring money and exposure into the likes of david hogg and the parkland kids and propping up these little rallies to allow basically kids to skip out of school for an afternoon to go wave anti-gun signs around and basically look at cute girls i mean not to short not to short the passion and commitment of all these kids but let's be honest none of them really have any it's all it's just a lark for most of them uh and has to do with with basically they're all being manipulated i mean let's call it what it is so millennials i've had some hope for them and this poll indicates that there might be some more hope for them and less for the democrats here's another thing I, I think this is this is something that's just amazing. Uh, Donald Trump is considering and, and making uh, noises right now about uh, having a summit on a race at the White House, inviting Colin Kaepernick and Kanye West. Kid you not. Now, if this is from... People magazine, which I'm not going to say is necessarily the uh, supreme uh, arbiter of, of 
excellent journalism. On the other hand, it was the National Enquirer that almost brought down Bill Clinton, so go figure. Uh, I'll just read the story. President Donald Trump has given the green light to multiple meetings with athletes and musical artists to discuss race, uh, says Cleveland-based pastor Daryl Scott, an outside advisor to the White House. He's 100% for it, said Scott, who spoke to Trump for about 20 minutes in the Oval Office following an outdoor ceremony at the White House for Thursday's National Day of Prayer. He was very enthusiastic about it. Kanye West, who recently had a Twitter love fest with Trump, has been invited, says Scott, along with former NFL star Colin Kaepernick and other athletes and musicians of multiple races and ethnicities. It's not going to be a black-only event, says Scott. It will be a melting pot. Now, you all know who Colin Kaepernick is. He's the former 49er QB who uh, initiated the wave of protests that were fashionable a couple of years ago in the NFL, uh, kneeling, taking a knee during the national anthem during NFL games as a protest to uh, against shootings of African-Americans and other injustices. Perf- and by the way, I didn't have quite the same problem with it as other people did. I mean, I didn't have the problem with him being blackballed from the league either. League is private property. The owners can do what they want when he starts affecting their bottom line. And when he did, he, well, away he went. Details of the meetings will, anyway, but want to protest? Go ahead, protest, yeah, and be ready for the consequences. The consequences are he's going to meet the president if he wants to. Uh, while details of the meetings will be ironed out next week, it's expected there will be a musician's summit followed by a gathering of athletes in the early summer, which will both be held at the White House. The idea has been on the drawing board for quite a while now and got a boost following the last week's Trump-West Twitter exchange, the pastor added. Dennis Prager had a great point about this this past week. Kanye West could be this this thing this past week. Say what you will about Con- Kanye West. Say what you will about hip hop in general. But when you have someone who is a culture defining figure on the uh, you know, among African Americans of a certain age, like Kanye West is, making it okay to leave the Democratic plantation, making it okay to consider other options to the Democrat candidate selected for them. This has got to be keeping every Democrat strategist up at night. Oh, this is going to get crazier. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot, and Mary Franzen joins us next. message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443-443.
There's not a day that goes by that I don't hear from somebody, either through an email or a comment or a text message, about how people love their relief factor. If you have back pain, neck pain, leg pain, pain from working out at the gym, just pain that you think you have to live with, think again. There's a perfect alternative to ibuprofen. There's a perfect alternative to prescription drugs. Relief factor developed by physicians, made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. You know what it works on? I know what it works at. I know what it goes after is the inflammation that causes the pain to begin with. But don't just take my word for it. I can tell you all day long that it works for me, and it does. I take a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. My lower back pain is completely eliminated. But you try it. Go to relieffactor.com. Sign up for the three-week quick start. It costs just nineteen ninety-five. You give it a three-week shot. Decide if it's for you or not. If it's not, you're only out 20 bucks. What do you have to lose except for the pain? ReliefFactor.com. 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 Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join us. And I hope you do. I'm also, uh, by the way, monitoring the conversation on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N A R N S H O W. You can also find us on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network. All the latest news about your favorite dominant weekend radio show. Uh, America has always been a nation of immigrants. And of course, uh, our national motto uh, on all of our coinage, at least, e pluribus unum, from many one. Uh, and that's based upon the idea of, of having a melting pot, about taking all the best of all the world's cultures. And combining with the best of Western culture and, and building the best, freest, strongest nation in the world. Along the way, other cultures do have to interact with our culture. And sometimes it leads to, to things that, that where we need to reach an understanding. And with us to talk about an understanding that desperately needs to be reached on at least one cultural practice that's been infiltrating Minnesota for the last decade or so, Representative Mary Franzen joins the broadcast. Mary, thanks for coming on the broadcast here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Now, you're carrying a uh, bill, again, for the second session now, uh, that would essentially bring some consequences to the practice of female genital mutilation. I'll I'll let you describe the bill and and what's actually intended to to address, uh, Representative Franzen. Certainly. So um, female genital mutilation is a practice that... uh, um, should not be practiced at all around the world. Um, nations are cracking down on this practice and saying, you know, this is not, um, 
this is not needed. It is, it's cultural and it's based in um, a specific uh, religion. Right. And uh, the World Health um, Organization itself has, has claimed it as, um, as a violent issue. So it was really hard to believe that there were two girls that were taken from Minnesota last year to Michigan to have this procedure done where they were mutilated in their um, genital area. And Minnesota law says it is illegal to uh, for somebody to practice that, right? Well, it was taken outside the, the state's uh, border into Michigan. But the Minnesota law was a little silent on the parents participating in the act, meaning uh, taking their child for the sole purpose of being harmed. Right. So I um, I put together a bill that would hold parents accountable and put female genital mutilation on par with egregious child abuse, meaning that uh, this would be treated like any other child abuse case where that child was harmed. Um, if, if a parent char- harmed their child with a knife, per se, or sexually assaulted their child, that would be considered egregious harm. And that child would be removed from the home, and um, that parent would uh, would possibly go um, into uh, into prison, right? Charged yep. with a felony. Yep. And, and so for me, it was a no brainer. It was absolutely a no brainer that parents should be held accountable for allowing their children to be um, physically maimed. Right. So, and your bill this time, this time we talked about this last year when you were carrying the bill through the house. And this year, as I recall, it passed unanimously, near unanimously in the House, uh, to the House's credit. It, it, it's gone through. But it's encountering some uh-huh. opposition in the Senate. And, and describe, if you will, I mean, you've gotten some just frankly bizarre opposition uh, to this bill, uh, both times through the, uh, through the legislature, uh, Representative Franzen. Who could possibly oppose this bill? Um, well, I still am wondering why people are cringing at the penalties in my bill by saying, yeah, if you if you are going to bring your child for the sole purpose of cutting them up to pieces, yes. like, yeah, your parent should, you, as a parent, you should be held accountable. You should go to jail. And yes, that child needs to be removed from that home and put into a safe home because if you are willing to cut your child in such a gruesome fashion and leave them with lifelong health complications and mental health issues, you do not deserve to have access to your child for who knows what you are else you are willing to do. Um, sadly, uh, the, the Senate has taken a more, um, uh, I don't know if you want to call it thoughtful approach, uh, but my bill did not go anywhere in the Minnesota Senate. Instead, um, a new bill authored by um, Senator Limmer was authored, and the penalties are are very, very slim. It's like a slap on the wrist. Um, Basically, they are treating it uh, differently. They're taking more of a a slow approach. So if, if you do do this to your child, you know, basically you're given a warning, and if you do it again then, you know, your children would be taken away from you. Oh, wow. But they want that possible, reu- they want that reunification possible with children. Uh. Well, if a parent were to chop off their child's nose, 
child protection is not going to say, oh, okay, well, you didn't know any better, so we're going to allow that child to stay in the home. You know, that's, they would not do that. Exactly. And by the way, I mean, the, the, one, op, the one bit of opposition I've heard uh, or one of, the, one of the ones I just had to comment on was people say, well, these people are coming from cultures where it's, it's commonplace. I'm think, trying to think. If a parent emigrated here from France where everyone smokes, everyone smokes, from age six on, everyone's chugging away like Sam Kinison out there, and you came to America and gave that kid cigarettes, child protection would be on you like, like Patton on D-Day, and they wouldn't care about the culture you came from. If, you, if they were immigrants from Germany, when everyone grows up having a beer or two and people start drinking at six no problem. And you came here and you bought your kid in alcohol. They would be on you like Elliot Ness on Al Capone. But you get into mutilating your daughters and suddenly we've got to be all culturally sensitive. I just think this is grossly misplaced, Representative Franson. Well, you know what? To um, Senator Limmer's credit, though, I did listen to the Senate testimony and I felt Absolutely. Um, I was appalled at how he was treated as he was presenting his bill. Um, there was a group called CARE that accused him of um, being a bigot and uh, oh, all kinds of other terms as a racist, right, for yeah. bringing this bill forward and that racists and bigots were asking him to carry this bill and push forward. And indeed, that is that is absolutely not the case at all. Um, we actually have... Um, individuals who have been mutilated in their childhood coming forward and supporting and supporting the language and wanting to protect girls in Minnesota from going through this because it is happening. I just read a book by Eva Warrior. She's a she's a activist in the in the UK, and I read her book. And it, in the UK, it is this practice is rampant. Yes. And she is doing what she can to fight that battle um, over there. And we need to fight that battle here because ultimately we are about protecting children. Um, you know, this country is a, the land of the brave and home of free. And, and girls who are in our country should be free from the horrific experience of female genital mutilation. I mean, it's not just a simple cut. We're talking lifelong health complications from... Uh, from infections oh, yeah. uh, to childbirth issues, they can die during the procedure. During um, the you know from infection, uh, plus you've got uh, the post-traumatic stress issues with this. Oh yeah, we had a uh, off-air question that didn't want to come on the air, and but the question was it's a legitimate one: Why would people do this? Uh, I think I can answer part of it. There's there's parts of certain cultures that believe that women should not enjoy sex too much. I think that's not putting too fine a point on it. It's uh, it's 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 something that that violates certain certain tenets of certain religions and it's a fairly barbaric approach to that, I think it's fair to say. And I think it's fair to, I mean, it's been notable, by the way, uh, Representative Franson, that, uh, whenever you're appearing, uh, to, to, to push these bills at these hearings, the women up there with you are women from the immigrants from these other cultures, many of them who've been through this procedure before. These are women from Islamic cultures, people from you know, largely immigrant societies. This is not something that Mary Franson from Alexandria is forcing upon uh, the folks that care necessarily. This is this is coming from within the community. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it is absolutely appalling that there's um, individuals that think that this is built on race. This is about protecting our children. And um, it doesn't matter what religion you are, this practice is is child abuse. And we don't tolerate child abuse in the state of Minnesota. Absolutely. Representative Franz, I know you're super busy today, so I'll, I'll, I'll make it a shorter, uh, a little shorter segment today. But is there anything people can do to come out and support this bill and its, its uh, progress through the Senate? Is there anything that can still be done during this session to help push this thing along? This, this bill yes, needs to happen. We are, are going to get this done. Um, I, I know that uh, Senator Warren Limmer is interested in passing his bill off the Senate floor, and then we plan on going into a conference committee. So I do expect by the end of uh, the session, we will have um, something passed and presented to the governor, and it's going to be compromised on both sides, right? Um, But I am excited uh, to um, get a a bill that we are both happy with presented to the governor to protect girls from um, this horrific practice, because this is the definition of gender violence, and uh, women's health, and we need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to not allow one more little girl to be harmed. Absolutely. Do you, do you see, I mean, last time a, a, a good chunk of your opposition came from the DFL. I'm just wondering, do you see any DFLers uh, joining you on this in the Senate? I'm just figuring out how, how if I should call Sandy Pappas and waste both our time here. You know, I don't know. I don't like to um, project my thoughts upon others. Right. Uh, but it was it was a little shocking that four people in the House voted against the bill in the first place, right? Ooh, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's kind of misogynistic to to treat this issue differently than other child abuse cases just because you can't physically, you're not seeing this body part in in the open, right? Because right. it's covered. Yep. So it's like it doesn't exist. But if you walk, if, if somebody were to be walking around without a nose, and people are like, well, what happened? Oh, you know, it's my culture. You know, I'm not allowed to smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people would be like, what? <laughs> you have that coming? We have that going on in, in Minnesota? That's allowed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know. My parents are raising me, uh, you know, I can't smell, but it is what it is. Smell-free culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, Representative Fretz, okay, you convinced me. Uh, Sandy Pappas, I'm coming for you on the phone Monday. All right. Representative Franzen, I will post a link to your bill, uh, a shot in the dark, that info as soon as I get off the air here today, and I'll urge uh, listeners to call your senator, whoever it is, and tell them to uh, get this thing, get this thing moving. As always, a pleasure to have you on the broadcast here, uh, Representative Franzen. Thanks yes, for thank you so much for the offer. Absolutely, thanks a lot, Representative Mary Franzen from Alexandria, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when we come back, one more segment, which means really the fun is still just beginning. Northern Alliance, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Okay, so the big question for any decision you're going to make, is this actually going to work? 
Well, if you've heard about MediShare, which is a brilliant way of sharing healthcare costs, you may have wondered that. Does it work? Well, so did Dr. Stuart Hoover, who initially joined to save a lot of money. The typical family saves about $500 a month. Stuart saved even more. When we first joined uh, MediShare, we were immediately going from a little over $1,600 a month down to uh, $460 basically a month. So that's wonderful, but then his wife needed emergency surgery, and the bills added up to $160,000. So we were seeing the bills coming in, and then the bills were being paid. Portions were being shared, and the end result of this is this bill was taken care of. Yes, MediShare works, and it's so easy to get your questions answered, too. So why not? You can call right now, 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Should you care to join me? And I always appreciate it when you do, because it's what makes talk radio fun, talking with people out and about in the world. So before we talked with Representative Franson, uh, who's always a pleasure to talk to, by the way, uh, we, we were talking about how, how the Democratic Party is losing... Uh, some key constituencies. I mean, they have lost some key constituencies, like private sector labor. Gone. Done. Uh, they, they may come back, maybe someday, but eh, not happening anytime soon. Certainly not this upcoming election. Uh, they Could they lose African Americans? Well, I'll tell you what, they don't need to lose them all. But if Kanye West and uh, and, and Donald Trump's upcoming proposed summit on race with uh, a number of performers, athletes, public figures, 
uh, entertainers, cultural figures uh, with some juice on the subject has an effect, has the effect that uh, Dennis Prager says it could of, of making it acceptable for black people to think outside the Democrat narrative. Uh, that's going to spell long-term problems for Democrats. Now, and and by the way, this is one of many uh, areas where culturally, socially, the Democrats could be in for a long number of years here if we all do our job right. And by the way, if we all do our job right and stop uh, bagging on people who are not like us, if we're like white middle class conservatives, uh, because, boy, if there's ever a crowd that could easily come over to the Republican Party, especially if we start practicing our actual principles of freedom, free enterprise, low taxes, low spending, uh Muslim immigrants? Hello? Anyway. But one of the wor- dem- worst Demo- uh, <laughs> enemies the Democrats have uh, are themselves. And by the way, this is an article I found in a, in a website called The Root, which is a, an aggressively Afrocentric, actually Afrocentric, a, a African-American-centric website. It's uh, they're, they're very stridently pro-black uh, and generally somewhat left of center. But very, very Afrocentric, I think, is the term that they use. Um, and confrontationally so. But uh, they, they called out a piece here this last week that caught my attention. Uh, it's uh, by a, a author, Anne Brannigan, in The Root, uh, entitled Watch, Roomful of Rich White NYC Parents Gets Mad at plan to diversify neighbor schools. Uh, it's a look at a bunch of parents in a school in the Upper uh, West Side of Manhattan, one of the wealthiest and most Democrat voting uh, regions in the United States, uh, about square mile or two of the Upper West Side, uh, are looking at a plan to adopt a plan that would require all local middle schools to reserve a quarter of their seats for students who score below grade level on state English and math tests. Uh, the plan is designed to make Upper West Side schools more reflective of New York's diverse demographics, basically a plan to integrate the schools. Well, Ms. Brannigan points out that plan didn't go so well in a room full of wealthy white parents. Local TV station Spectrum News New York One captured a f- uh, bit of footage of a contentious meeting during which wealthy white Manhattanites shouted, ranted, and complained about the perceived disadvantages their children will face. The parents couldn't fathom their children were not getting into the middle school of their choice because they might have to hand their seat over to a black or Latino child. You're talking about an 11-year-old. You worked your butt off and you didn't get that what you needed or wanted, said one mad woman. You're telling them that they're going to go to a school that's not going to educate you the same way you've been educated. Uh, the videos traveled around education circles, reached the New York City Schools Chancellor, Richard Carranza, who uh, shared a uh, write-up of the Fountain of, of Tears on his Twitter page. There's a lot of r- racism in this article. I won't, I won't go on, but it's kind of interesting to see it flowing both ways as a bunch of the national public radio Whole Foods shopping isn't John Oliver Divine crowd seems to be, I don't know, a bunch of blazing hypocrites. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Let's uh, go to St. Paul briefly. we got Paul, uh, Greg, Greg on the line from St. Paul. Uh, you're on the air. Mitch, thanks for your interview with Mary uh, Franzen. You know, Representative Franzen, uh, she's, a, she's the kind of warrior that the Republican Party just needs a whole lot more of to take on the problems here in Minnesota. The last thing we need in the Republican Party, Mitch, is is to enable these uh 
these weenies over there at the state Senate who call themselves Republicans that are trying to become Democrats somehow. I don't know what their problem is. Uh-huh. But, you know, there's, there's no time in, in this, uh, in this uh, short life that we have for us to allow to en- anybody to enable uh, any politician or any religious group or anybody else to conduct themselves in this way in the United States of America. Supporting uh, this practice is abominable. It is it ought to be if it's not right now a crime. I mean, how how can we say anything? I else? can't imagine there's any loop. I, I the fact that there's loopholes that allow this to happen boggles my mind. If you if you gave your kids a pack of cigarettes, the St. Paul police would be busting down your door. <laughs> Greg, thanks you for a call. We're up against the, the the end of the show here, but thank you very much for calling as always. And you're absolutely right. Uh, this it's she, Representative Franzen uh, has held very true to the, the Tea Party ideals that launched her into office back in 2010, uh, along with a lot of that uh, class of Republicans. You need more like that uh, in in St. Paul, especially uh, moving up into the Senate here sooner than later. We had some bad surprises this past week uh, from erstwhile suburban Republicans on the Second Amendment issues we'll be talking about in coming days. As the session grinds to an ugly, uh, <laughs> groaning halt here, It's uh, we'll talk about the end of the session with some folks from the uh, House and the Senate next week because it wasn't all bad news, uh, but, uh, boy, improvement is needed and elections are coming up. Things could get much better. They could get much, much worse. Northern Alliance Radio Network, thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a... A blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey folks, I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. Over a decade ago, I decided to start a company that could help families take control of their finances and more importantly, their time. We offer you a powerful education in how to trade in the stock market, providing you the skill sets you need to manage your financial manager and speak his language, or even cut out the middleman entirely and do it yourself. My mission was to put more money in the hands of good Christian people to impact this country and the rest of the world. Since that time, I've seen Tradeway grow from a small business started in a garage with my family to an education company which now employs more than 20 families and has educated nearly 20,000 people from all across the country. God has truly blessed this mission. It's been exciting to see the Tradeway family grow through the years. At this point, people attend our events not only to hear about the stock market, but to fellowship with other families and even to strengthen their walk with the Lord. 
The Tradeway community is unlike anything I've ever seen in my business career or even in my ministries. With Tradeway, you not only get a powerful system for trading as a business, but you get the kind of hands-on support, ongoing development, and personal community that is required to propel you forward in this journey, and we help you to do that one step at a time. I want to personally invite you to join us at our next event called Step 1, Start Your Journey at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th. The event will be hosted by John Quinn. John is one of the most analytical people I know. In fact, he's literally a rocket scientist, but he has the ability to teach in a way that everyone can understand, which is a great skill. Join us at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th, and bring your family. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298C. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.